Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Got a heap of blog in a bar content coming your way, including a huge New South Wales and Queensland deep dive into the teams and all of our predictions. A huge chat about Payne Haas. Then all of the updates from uh, the weekend's games, all of our reviews from that. So keep an eye out over the next 24 hours. A heap of content coming your way. It is ridiculous uh, how deep we went into the New South Wales and Queensland sides. I think you'll really enjoy that chat and it'll get you uh, long and hard for State of Origin, which is not too far away now that teams are out. I thought I'd jump into our Supercoach Draft review for round 12. Uh, Just getting it up now. Pretty disappointing week for myself and my team. Uh, Did not score too well, which is disappointing. Um, I obviously, I made trades this week. The guy that I traded with, I versed him. uh, So I was sort of hoping, so like I I was obviously expecting to give a little there. uh, But regardless of that, uh, my team was very very disappointing this weekend. Uh, so we'll get stuck into that now. I was playing one of the blokes in my comp who, another guy who's actually won a uh, won a premiership in our competition. So uh, he's a guy that obviously has had success in the past. His team really isn't that good this year, to be honest with you. It was a pretty disappointing uh, one to lose there. One that I should have won, but uh, yeah, you have these weeks. It was disappointing, but we move onwards. Made a couple of decisions that probably weren't the best, uh, but it wouldn't have actually impacted anyway because my team went so poorly as a whole. So I kicked off on Thursday night, the first game of the week, going up against Peter. Just loading. You can probably tell I am stalling time here. Here we go. All right, first game of the week, the Manly Seagulls and the Melbourne Storm. I had Olakawatu, got 70 points. Kola got 35. Uh, I had Olakawatu as my VC. Uh, he got 70 points. Uh, he, I think he, he finished at 60, which probably wasn't enough. Uh, 70 I would have considered, but um, thankfully it actually wouldn't have made enough difference anyway. I still would have lost, so that doesn't really matter. LOA and Harper for him. Didn't have a great start to the week, 35. 
35 and 34. So it was actually sitting in a pretty decent spot. After that, the Panthers and the Cowboys went head-to-head. I had Isaac Tungo. He got 58. He had Brian Toto and Liam Martin, who got 71 and 49. Uh, so he did pretty well there. My Cowboys, though, obviously the toughest matchup of their Supercoach season. Tommy Dearden with a 33. And Drinkwater, who's been my star the last few weeks, had an absolute shocker, scoring 12 points. So by this point, I'm in a little bit of curry. It had sort of evened up, and then my Cowboys went serious unders. Uh, he then had his captain play. Uh, actually, no, sorry. I had my captain play on the Friday night. I ended up putting the C on Katoni Staggs. Uh, he was only, he was inches away from scoring a try. And then Tamari Martin scored one where it should have got to him. There was a heap of moments. And I also captained him in Classic too. I went for a bit of a pod play there. So there was a heap of moments where I thought Staggs' 45 could have quite easily been uh, a 70. And I thought there was moments there where it could have turned into 100. But that's the way that Supercoach goes sometimes. I only got 46 from Katoni Staggs, which was disappointing. Pointing. And then Corey Jensen, when Payne Haas, when it came out that Payne Haas uh, requested leave, I straight away just grabbed Corey Jensen thinking if Haas goes, he could be the big winner as far as minutes goes. He got 30, so he was my AE this week. Uh, Pete, the reason why I was worried about playing him this week is because the Newcastle Knights, he's got KP, had a good matchup finally against the New Zealand Warriors, and KP didn't disappoint. 72 points, wasn't a mammoth score, uh, but considering how poorly my team went and how poorly my captain went, it was definitely enough. Clemmer did his job, 65 points as always. He had Jakey Clifford as well, who was really good on return. Uh, it's hard to watch Clifford because I was cheering against him for Supercoach, but he played well and I really like Clifford. Uh, 45 Supercoach points and Dominic Young with a 30. Ewan Aitken then backed it up for me, scoring 66 in that game, which was really good from Aitken. Had him in Classic 2, uh, which helped me out. Then we had the South Sydney Rabbitohs and the West Tigers. He had Jake Simpkins, who went off uh, with 26 points early in the, or in the first half, and I thought, beautiful, He's not going to come on, on, come back on. He ended up coming back on later, scored 45. Wasn't catastrophic, but I thought I'd got a little win there. And Paulo scored a try at the very end of the game uh, to score 43 points for him. My bunnies... Tom Burgess did really well, 58 points. This is the first week I have had a front row forward go above 50, which is insane, but it literally is the entire season, and both of them went about above 50. Both went above 55. Tom Burgess, he was actually my worst front row forward. He got 58, which is my second highest front row forward score of the season, which was unreal. I took a punt on Cody Nicarima. I chucked him in there. He was playing fullback. I threw him in there over Jeremy Marshall King. That was a mistake. Wouldn't have cost me, uh, but it would have been interesting if I played Marshall King. King and I took my Olokowatu VC. I might have got close, uh, but probably not close enough realistically. But Cody Nikarima, 16, very, very disappointing. Had a pretty poor game at fullback there. I've held on to him for a few weeks. I've got to make a decision this week if I hold on to him or not. May let him go to grab a win in round 13. Uh, we then had the Sydney Roosters, the Cronulla Sharks. My boy Britt Nakora with a 54 without any real attacking stats. We will take that. Uh, he had his Roosters, well, my former Roosters. Now, his Roosters. Nat Butcher with an 83 scored a try. A big performance from Butcher. And Satili Tupanua came off the bench and jumped into centre. Only scored 19. And then around the week out, Matty Tomoko from the Canberra Raiders scored 31 for me. And Matty Burton put on a pretty solid performance for Canterbury, scoring 75 for Pete. On his bench, he had Dufty, who scored 91. Horsburgh, 58. And Jamal Fogarty, 42. Pretty good week for him. On my bench, uh, I obviously had Pappenhausen, Radley, Josh Maguire all injured. But Jeremy Marshall-King got a 66. So if I would have played Marshall King, 
over Nick Arima, and I've, if I would have taken the VC score, I probably could have got within touch of him, but I don't think I would have won still. Um, yeah, I made that trade this week, which I'm happy with. The Cowboys obviously had their worst matchup of the season against the Penrith Panthers this week, so that's out of the way now. So uh, plenty of upside in my team moving forward. Let's have a look where I am. A good win by Pete, though. He's struggling sort of at the bottom of the ladder, so good to see him get a win. And not a win where, uh, you know, I made a mistake or I did this or I did that. He genuinely just outplayed my team. So congratulations to Pete. A good knock. We're currently sitting seventh on the ladder in our competition. Uh, Points scored-wise, we're fifth. So we have dropped a little bit over the last two weeks. I think we got the second lowest score of the week. Um, So we're sitting about 200 points off the guy that's leading. So we're sort of just waiting uh, for Ryan. And Pappenhausen to come back into our side essentially but I'm pretty confident I made the 8 regardless sitting 7th at the moment with 14 points uh, the guy who's on ninth, who's in ninth place only has 10 points uh, so I'm pretty confident I'll still hold on there once I get Pappy back uh, it'll be a different game and that's only about 2 weeks away realistically I should be able to get a win this week in round 13 it's always a bit uppity down uh, up and downs uppity down what the fuck does that mean up and down in round 13 uh, obviously you're playing guys that have got you know, origin players and guys missing and whatnot. But the guy I'm playing this week, Steve, he actually writes for the Supercoach Playbook, one of my best mates. Disappointing we're actually playing each other on this week because uh, we are obviously two pretty handy players in this competition. I would have loved to have seen us go head-to-head with our full-strength sides. But I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I think there's a chance that it might benefit me. We'll have a look. I think it's going to be really close. But if I have a look through his side for round 13, uh, he's going to have Tom Starling for the Canberra Raiders, hopefully plays limited minutes again. Paul Vaughan for the Canterbury Bulldogs. Jared Wallace from the Gold Coast Titans. Ryan Sutton, he will have Tohu Harris. Luke Garner's not playing. Josh Schuster will jump in at 5'8". That's a big worry for me. Thankfully, Josh Schuster and Tohu Harris play each other, so that helps. Jack White, and he won't have him. Thankfully, he'll be on origin duties. He will have Talon May. He will have Joseph Sawali as well. And then he will have, and that's it. So he will have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He'll have eight players, including Schuster. The one benefit I have is that Schuster and Tohu Harris are playing each other. They're probably the two best players of the week for him. But he does still have Talon May, who could also... Uh, put a score on me realistically. That's if he doesn't make any other change. Maybe he will. We'll have to wait and see. For me, I've got this week Max King from the Bulldogs, who scored 63 on the weekend. I was pretty damn happy with that. Jeremy Marshall King, I will have. Uh, Olakawatu, I will have. Tom Dearden, I will hopefully have. He might be 18th man, actually, so he 
might not get released. That which would be a real kick in the dick for me. Scott Drinkwater, he will play. Let's take Dearden out of there. Drinky will play. Aiken will play. Isaac Targo will play. Tomoko will play. And Cola. So I'll have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'll have eight as well, which is a little bit disappointing. Thought I'd have a bit more than that. I will drop Corey Jensen. I will drop him for another player. So that'll give me nine. And then hopefully Tommy Dearden is able to play. Uh, Scotty Drinkwater, I like him as a captain option this week, as a VC option anyway, in the first game. And then after that, maybe Isaac Targo, Ewan Aitken. Olakawatu is probably my best bet realistically, but without DCA, I really don't know how the Manly Seagulls will play and how much ball he will get. So it's going to be a really, really close game for me this week. Did and I really need him to come out of that Queensland Origin camp, but I've got a feeling he will probably be the 18th man, which means I'll probably miss out on having him realistically, which is disappointing. But it is going to be a close game this weekend. Uh, hopefully, I can get the job done there. I think the vice-captain and captaincy options, they will probably decide that one uh, realistically. So hopefully, we can get a job done there. Sitting in seventh at the moment, even if we had a few more losses, I'm still confident that once Pappy returns, uh, we'll be just fine, essentially. So just got to get to that point. If I'm in the eight when Pappy returns or just outside of it, I'll be fine. I'll win enough games on the way home. Ideally, I would like to be a little bit higher, but a few things have sort of gone against me the last few weeks, and losing that game on the weekend, I think I'd rather get the trade-off that I did uh, and get Dearden and Drinkwater linked up together in my side and have Victor Radley a little bit later. Uh, traded um, Satili Tupanua and Nat Butcher, as I said last week. Uh, for me, I don't think both are going to be relevant at the end of the year. I think only one will be. Probably be Satili Tupanua, but I've essentially I feel I've traded two guys, but I feel like I've essentially traded one to get my hands on Did and a gun halfback and Victor Radley as well, who will do a job there. So happy with how it's all going. Just sort of treading water. One, until Pappenhausen returns, uh, but two, realistically, until the finals start, because I know I'm going to be a top eight side, so I've just got to maintain in there. Hopefully finish fourth, that would be ideal, uh, and hopefully once Pappy returns, we can go on a bit of a tear and really give this draft competition a shake. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 